Before we got married, my husband had been raised on a ranch in Wyoming, which is where I met him. I had been passing through Wyoming, planning on studying acting in New York. And I met this handsome rancher's son, and I had kind of wanted to catch myself a cowboy just for fun along the way. And he was so calm and grounded. And I thought, wow, I think I'll just stick with this guy who is so predictable. Life would be just so much easier and steady. And so I married him. After my husband and I had been married for about a year and a half, I went to my closet one day and there was a favorite dress of mine, a red dress, and the waist had been torn. I held it up and examined it and, and kind of said to myself, oh my gosh, how did this happen? And my husband said quietly, I'm sorry, I won't do that again. And I realized that he had worn the dress and there was just no context for me to put that into. So I just kind of looked at him and, and shook my head and threw it in the garbage and didn't think about it for a long time. It did seem really out of his character. None of it seemed to make sense to me. About three years later, another one of my favorite dresses had the waistband ripped out. And this time, when I looked at him and saw him drop his eyes, I was very angry. And I told him I've never, ever wanted to see that happen again, ever. And it didn't show up again for a long time. There was a point after our second child was born that we had a house fire. And in the aftermath of the house fire, because it had been a really big life or death experience for us, my husband, while I was visiting family, he experimented with wearing women's clothing that he had purchased for himself. So that when I came home and he spoke to me about it, it was clear to him how it just seemed to represent who he was. There was something that needed to change. I was completely shocked and I felt confused, a little outraged, mostly terrified because I had no idea what that would mean for our family. I had a new baby, a couple of months old, and we had no home. He had a new job, but even the job is threatened by a change in gender identity. And so I, I didn't want him to explore it, but yet at the same time, I loved him with all my heart and really wanted him to be whole and healthy and happy. For about two or three years, he went to psychotherapy, and then he realized that he really needed to be a she. And shortly thereafter, she came up with a new name for herself, which is Seda. That was really, of course, devastating. I was brokenhearted. When he began to explore his concept of womanhood, I grew very angry about appearing as a woman, and I, I wanted to shave my head and bind my breasts because I just couldn't imagine that gender could really be important enough to tear apart our family. We were unsure about how long and how our intimate partnership would continue. The romantic love that I had for the man that I married was very strong and very sweet. We had one of the most wonderful marriages I could ever imagine. We've had one conflict over 15 years of marriage. So we decided to take it day by day. He had a full beard and it was very confusing to sit at the breakfast table and look at him and imagine that beard gone and then imagine his face looking more feminine. I would look out my kitchen window and see him working in his office writing in the mornings with women's clothing on and I would be really drawn to look out and see, oh, is he wearing a skirt? Is he wearing that sweater? Oh, you know, does he look like a woman? How can he think he looks like a woman? 
And one day I came into the kitchen as he came into the kitchen wearing a skirt and blouse and heels. And I was really shocked at how nice his legs were. <laughs> I thought, my goodness, his legs are, <laughs> are even nicer than mine. <laughs> little envious and he was so happy you know kind of swished in and got himself a cup of coffee and I just kind of stood there with my jaw dropped to the floor at that point I just took a big breath and gave him a hug and said my gosh you know this is hard I want to be here with you I want to be here for this but it's really really hard I even took him to get ears pierced and a haircut and eyeglass shopping, so I really supported a lot of that because I really thought that he needed some fashion advice. <laughs> we came to realize gradually that she wasn't the stereotypical female that she initially presented as. She became more similar to the person at core that I had married. The person that she's become is that she does not run from the skill set that she acquired as a man. When we went to do the remodel, of course, she was out there pounding nails and doing the design and all of those pieces. Yeah, it was hugely comforting. So after Seda had been living as a woman for about three months, I looked to her and, and told her, I don't find you attractive anymore in a romantic sense. And we had given it a good try for many months where I had been the heterosexual wife of a handsome man. I was now a gay woman and that wasn't true for me. And, and my name's Seda Collier. I felt like the rottenest person on earth. I married her under false pretenses and we made vows and I could not keep them. When she told me that she would like to separate, there was a lot of acceptance. I think, I think one of the main things I really felt was just acceptance. Regardless of the strategies or the clothing or the jewelry, we always had a sense of being together in a grounded, heartful way as we always had been. Our relationship stayed very close. Even in the most, the depths of despair and in our transition, I think she knew that I really did not want to hurt her. The quality of relationship that we developed when she knew herself better was so much sweeter and deeper than anything we'd ever done. We built an even stronger bond as friends. Now, Seda and I still share a house. In partnership with her in building a home and taking care of a home and parenting our boys. We share a number of clothes back and forth as well as jewelry. In fact, she keeps the lion's share of the jewelry on her side. Seda and I are still legally married because it makes sense to do that with medical insurance and taxes being what they are. The vows that I took with her for marriage, I, I'm keeping up the love and care that I have for her. And I have no doubt that we will care for each other with everything in our power for the rest of our lives. Seda and I have both had other lovers. It's not ideal deal, I guess, but I can't picture anything that would be better. I don't want to lose what I have with her. I had the most wonderful husband that anybody could ever wish for, and I love Seda very, very deeply. She is a soulmate. I have always, for almost 20 years now, have just loved her so much because it's a perfect love. We all have to face what's frightening but we have a choice about whether we're going to open our hearts to it. And considering the alternatives, I wouldn't have gone any other route, even though it hurt.
I want to thank Kristen and Seda Collier for sharing their story with Snap. Kristen's working on a book about this whole experience, and you know that story was produced by our own Stephanie Fu. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.